All right, guys, thanks for that. It's Tuesday, so it's time to check in with Mary O'Connell talking about check call. And Mary, we are back talking about tech for your 3PL today. And everybody's big question is always build or buy. And I'm going to throw an extra one in there right now because it's the Christmas season. Build, buy, or gift, even though that's not really possible in our in our space. Well, I mean, obviously, I don't know anyone that would turn down a gifted TMS to them. Um, but that would something that would be something that I would love to see on social media. Like, you know, instead of PR boxes, like, you know, you get gifted a software. Um, mm-hmm. I personally think that would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, I would say uh, I would say gift if we could. Um, but other than that, I mean, I feel like this is kind of the chicken or the egg, which came first kind of situation that we have in logistics of, um, you know, do I build my software or do I buy it? Because it's, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot to be said for both sides of it. Um, but I think it's really important to remember all the, like, not necessarily the headaches that come with it, but the headaches that come with building a software, um, from the ground up. So it's some of those, it's really important to kind of sit there and assess what your needs are for your organization. And Mary, let's talk about some of those headaches on this Tuesday morning. So we're not just talking about you need a plan, but you need to hire appropriately. You need to have a full team. Then you need to address what problems and then the priority for them. Can you break down what it kind of goes into building out a solution? Yeah. So um, personally, if it came down to it, I would be team by because the headache of building a software. No, thank you. Um, But it's something to think about because Okay, so if you decide that you want a TMS, for the most part, you're going to spend the next year, we'll use a TMS as an example, just because it's a nice, easy example. You're going to spend the next year kind of shopping around, figuring out what you want, seeing a lot of demos, et cetera, et cetera. And then, um, you know, about a year, year and a half later, you'll do some testing and you'll get signed with someone. And then about a year and a half after you start that process, you're going to probably have a TMS that's ready to go completely right out of the box um, as you would if you bought it. Now, if you buy it, it's your timeline is going to get kicked out infinitely more because now you have to sit there and you have to roadmap, uh, you know, what we're going to work on, what we're going to do. You're going to have to plan it out and know, okay, well, for these couple months, we're going to work on this or for these couple months, we're going to work on this. This is what we want it to look like. This is what we want it to do. And also, you're going to have to go out and hire your developers, your software engineers, your UI people. You're going to have to go out and hire a team of people to build this software for you. And so you have to hire all those people. That's going to take a couple months. And then you have to build it from this from scratch. And contrary to popular belief, um, developers can't make something happen in six months. They sometimes need a little bit more time. So it's something that it's going to take you at the shortest a year and a half, but probably two to three if you're looking at a realistic timeline with interruptions and other things like that. So I think for the, um, and then you're also going to pay so much money in hiring people to do it. And then you have to also maintain it after it's been built. You have to make sure that it stays up to date on security, on, um, you know, firmware, software, that you're constantly removing bugs, making changes and improvements. And that is a lot of resources to eat up your time, especially if you're just a freight broker, you're not a software provider. That's a lot of unnecessary resources that aren't 100% helping your customer. So, of course, Mary, when it comes to this, 
there's not a one size fits all answer, right? It is so super dependent on your business, your priority, even sometimes on your individual talent that you have in your business and who's capable of doing what skills, who's capable and has the time to manage a system, whether that's even just attending demos if you're looking to buy or learning how to code out software if you're looking to build. And it's a really good exercise in understanding your team and understanding your skills. So from a management perspective, when you're weighing that decision between build versus buy, do you also now look at the skills of your people and do kind of an internal review of your employees as well while you're doing that internal review of your business? And is the quality of people that you have, is that a, a good, I guess, kind of metric to decide, help you decide whether build or buy? I mean, it's a pretty good indicator. Um, obviously, if you do decide to build, you would need to hire a lot more people and hope that you get the the cream of the crop out there. But given how competitive it is for some of those um, developers and project managers, you're going to have to pay a pretty penny for them. But I definitely think that when it comes to you know, if you go to buy a software, you know, you're gonna you're gonna need to look at you know which of your employees are really good at creating training documentation, which are really good at adapting to things quickly which ones are really good at having patience to teach those that, you know, might not get it the first time around. Then you also want to make sure that, you know, if you do have some IT folks, if they're good at adapting to new technologies and then, because more than likely you're not going to find a TMS or a software that you go out and buy. It's not going to solve all of your problems hundred percent, but it'll get you 80% of the way there. And that's when you kind of rely on your employees and your team to kind of do some extra plugins or maybe do some customizations on top of it that really will hundred percent suit your needs. And so that's where you do fall back on your team members and you do fall back on your employees to say, okay, well, what can we make, what can we realistically make happen after we implement this and what can we do to make truly make it where it's going to fit 100% of our needs. Mary, I think that's a great point. That's going to be my next question of if you can get something off the shelf and it's going to get you 80% is really building out the, your own TMS worth that additional 20% with all that time and effort going in. When you're looking at a combination of the two, what does that look like if you're saying, you know what, I'm going to build, but I'm also going to buy where I need to fill the gaps? I think it really kind of comes down to, and this is something that we talk about pretty in depth today on uh, the on today's episode of Check Call is, you know, what is the core of your business? Is the core of your business, you know, being a freight broker, um, servicing your customers, or is the core of your business providing software and solutions? Because it's if it's not something that's like a core to who you are, if it's just something to help facilitate you doing your job, then it's not worth the extra money because it's not it's taking away things that you could be adding for your customer and it's taking away like your focus from moving freight and, you know, helping your shippers out the best that they can. It's taking away from that. Whereas if you are a software provider, absolutely. You would be doing all these other things, investing in the future of that software, of that product that you're offering, because that's the core of your business. So it's kind of one of those where, um, like if you buy a house and you know, the floor is caving in and the roof is caving in, uh, but the bathroom is dated. You're not going to spend all your time updating the bathroom. You're going to spend your time making sure that the floor isn't caving in and the roof isn't caving in because it's core. It's part of keeping the house up versus just having an ugly bathroom. That's a, Never an easy choice, I think, to uh, <laughs> prioritize what needs to be prioritized. But Mary, thank you for joining us this morning. Of course, you'll shed a little bit more light on that coming up in Check Call this afternoon. Where can people find it? 
uh, just keep watching Fruit Waves right here on YouTube, um, or you can get uh, check called the podcast anywhere you get your podcast, like Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and it'll be coming hot, coming in hot at twelve thirty Eastern today. Awesome, Mary. Looking forward to that show, and thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thanks, guys. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back right after this.